You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel, what to see? What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. Divas, and welcome to Little Diva Energy, your occasional, <laughs> sometimes fortnightly, sometimes bi-weekly, sometimes just whenever we fancy it, slice of something extra. I'm Holly Morgan, I'm obsessed with divas, and my husband Tom is also here. Scheduling is a spectrum. <laughs> it is, and we just like to keep you on your toes, basically. Um, yeah. So, obviously, this should be part two of our deep dive into Catherine O'Hara with the wonderful Sasha Wilson. Sasha Wilson is opening a play today. This very day. This very day. At the you Golden boy, Go- what day is it? It's Sasha Wilson's plays day. Why, it's- sir? It's Sasha Wilson's play day. <laughs> Not her play day. No, it's the day that um, she opens uh, Louisa and Joe and me at the Golden Goose Theatre. So, she had a bit on and that's fine. So we thought we'll just do a little, we'll just do a little like diva energy. She's got to know those lines, baby. She's got, you have, must know the words. I cannot stress <laughs> There will this be enough. no scripts on, on the, the night. night. No, she had to learn the words. Um, Tom, is this always uh, <laughs> something you stand by? No, not the slightest. <laughs> it's very rare, if anything, <laughs> that I learn the lines. Oh. Um... You're Not through any particular improv skills, but just the case of they don't go in. You learn, always look new lines for the shows that we did together. That's true. Because you're frightened of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's also true. Yeah. Um, so tune in soon for part two of Sasha Wilson's uh, amazing deep dive into the life of Katharina O'Hara. And if you've not listened to part one, go away and do that. Yep. You'll learn some great facts. You've had plenty of time to do it. I know. Don't know why you haven't. Yeah. What you've been up to? What have you been up to, Holly? What have I been up to? Um, I went on a little holiday. Oh, lovely. Yeah, you were there. Yep. And you and you. Uh, Yeah, we went on a lovely holiday. We went to Aldborough in Suffolk, which is one of my favourite places. We went there with the first ever guest, Nick Lamont, her consort Paddy Feisch, and former diva of the week, diva of all time. Little Olive Feisch, mm. who is the sweetest, sweetest pickle in the world. Very much so. And we had a lovely old time. Uh, sun didn't come out once <laughs> until the day we left, but that's all right. That's okay. Sometimes you don't need sun. Sun's overrated on a, on a you know. Especially on... when you've got fair skin like yourself and former guest Nicola Feisch and yeah. former guest Nicola Feisch's consort Paddy Feisch. And their, and their baby, who's also fair of head. You're all, all four. We're all very fair. Um, so we mostly just um, stayed inside and ate, which was phenomenal. Fine by me. Excellent. I love to fill my tum. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll give you a little update on what's been going on um, in terms of our sort of social traffic. Everyone's loved Sasha again. Everyone's still in touch about how much they've enjoyed Catherine O'Hara. Don't blame them. Don't blame them. Sasha Wilson has been described to me by many people as very funny and a wit, which I a wit, a wit, which I thoroughly agree with. Once again, you can go and see her play this week and the next week. Uh, other 
past guests whose work you can see currently you can see Rob Madge we're going to see Rob Madge tonight tonight in my son's queer but what can you do at the Turbine Theatre Ishaladi is uh, soon to be has actually is opened and we're going next week to see him play Gandhi Mahatma Mahatma Gandhi in the uh, um, Lyric Hammersmith uh, who else is doing stuff we've done this before hmm? we did this last episode well I'm just keeping it keeping it up in your conscious but book, book your tickets why haven't you booked? You must book. Maybe they have. <laughs> you must book a ticket, otherwise you'll have nowhere to sit. It's important to book. Um, yeah, lovely. So uh, let's go now to see. Was you want to see what what's been sticking in the craw of old Rich Hawkins? It's usually this week. something, isn't it? I reckon there'll be something to do with my comments on Jesse J. Um, I don't have that much to say this week, to be honest with you. I feel like it's been a quiet week in Diva. It's been a bad week in pop music. I've been very busy at work. Um, but I would like to address the recent Jesse J controversy. Obviously, I went ahead last week and said that the UK will never allow itself to have a Beyonce. And I used Jesse J as a case study for, for that point. Um, I stand by it. I think I'm absolutely right. But I also think you're absolutely right. So I'm offering a peace deal here. I would like you to acknowledge that Jesse J has some straight up banging pop songs. And I will acknowledge that potentially they'd be better off if they were sung by somebody else. I'm sorry, Jesse J, I love you. I'm so, so sorry. The bitch at this time of recording is incoming. So I, I will not know if he's taken umbrage to my uh, comments about Jesse J. I know another person just mentioned, dear friend, former guest Ishaladi, has also taken umbrage to my comments on Jesse J and will be potentially um, forwarding us their thoughts in a, in a new segment, uh, and a special segment called Either. I've got a list of options. Okay. I didn't realise how vehemently people felt about, um, about Jesse J in my friendship group. Clearly, I'm mistaken. So... Options that we have for Isha's thoughts are Isha's peace, Isha's niches, a special special message. I think I'm going to go with Isha's peace. Well, Isha's pieces, surely. Isha's pieces. Um, So, yeah, we may have some comments from Isha, or we might decide not to, to make uh, editing easy for Tom. Um, So, yeah, lovely. Let's go now and see what Chris has come up with for a coincidence. Not a lot to choose from this week. No, because he's already heard the, the episode before. Might be another one. I mean, might, generally might just, speaking, there's a lot of coincidences in his life. Lots of things happen to him. Coincidences? Coincidence. What a coincidence. Oh, hi, guys. What a day. Um, your new podcast release schedule has completely thrown out my calendar. I'm basically just sitting around waiting for the podcast to be delivered to me on my phone. I've no idea what day it is anymore. I think it's Monday. I don't know. But anyway, I was filling the time earlier by watching uh, the streaming service Netflix. I don't know if you've heard of it. But something caught my eye. It was a new little-known program called Shit's Creek. And lo and behold, I started watching it. And you'll never guess who is in Shit's Creek. I don't know if you can believe it because you actually covered this diva in your last episode. Catherine O'Hara is in it. Anyway, I'd recommend it. It's worth a watch. I don't think anyone's really noticed it yet, but um, if you do get time, tune in. Um, yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, yeah, so great to hear from you. Please keep releasing the episodes um, and see you soon. Bye. What a coincidence. Lovely. Lovely. I'm so pleased that Chris managed to take time out of his 
um, schedule because he's been watching. He's added to his below deck schedule, watching rewatching the cruise, which uh, does he have a job. He does. He's a very important one, and he works very hard. He's currently opening uh, Beauty and the Beast in a in a regional theatre near you for Disney. Um, so yeah, she's she's very busy, but still has time to watch uh, Below Deck and the Cruise, which is That's now a lot on. It's a lot on the Cruise. Originally broadcast on the Beeb, I believe, is being shown by Channel Four. A coup, indeed. Um, highlights of this is if, you, if those of you not watched it or for our American listeners. Um, this was the show that gave the world Jane McDonald. I don't know how big she's, if she's broken the States. Jane Mack? Yeah. Jane Mack? Yeah. No, I don't think so. She is a cruise I mean, singer. she's been all over the world, so I don't understand how. Well, she's but... been to America for sure. Oh, on a cruise. Multiple times. But do they know, do they know about it? Um, she is a television personality. And former cruise singer, who at the end of her sort of like travel shows about cruising, she will sing a song loosely related to the place she's been. Um, I think, when did she sing Let It Go? Is that when she went to Iceland? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Frozen. Yeah. Iceland. I mean, re-watching the cruise, you'll discover that Jane is psychic. That she has the gift of uh, supernatural. She's as spooky as Chris, basically. Mm, which, which, is which is a coincidence spooky. in itself. Um, you'll yeah. I mean, she, she's raw and unf- unfiltered. Will be how I describe early Jane McDonald. Jane off the chain. Jane off the chain. She's not got a layer of um, showbiz glamour yet. No. Uh, she's she's a Reflected diamond in the in rough her, in her beat. Or yeah, the beat is rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hair. Right. Um, but yeah, if, do get it on catch up. Have a little look at the cruise. <laughs> And if you're interested in Jane McDonald, she sounds like she might take your fancy. We've got you can go back to our episode oh. in which we uh, talked to none other than Graham de la Cruz, Graham de la Cruz. himself uh, about J Mac. We have got a whole episode on her. And exactly in upcoming theatre news, Graham de la Cruz will be appearing at the Southwark Playhouse for one night only. One night only. And who will be joining him? Well, none other than former guest Joseph Cullen, who did uh, our Joanna Lumley episode, and. Tom Moores. Current co-host. Current, Tom co- current husband, Tom Moores, will be performing as Graham's cousin. Niall. Niall. So you will get to see him doing two things he's not very comfortable with, an Irish accent and dance. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's, should we do the Weekend Diva? I think we should. I don't know what the sting is for whichever week we're on now. Three weeks. Month in Diva. Month in Diva. Month in Diva. Lovely. Well, because it's not been quite a month, there hasn't been that much going on, but there's been one very major thing happening. Go on. Brittany. Yes. Brittany remains in the horrific conservatorship. Uh, Brittany has represented herself in court, as as I'm sure, you know, all our listeners will have kept track of. Uh, She has been... The, the conservatorship carries on. Yes, but unlike before, we now know that it is against her will. Yes. As well as ours. Yes. Amongst some of the horrendous human rights abuses, she was saying that she is um, she would like to have another child and she's not permitted to, but under the terms of the conservative, she can't... They're keeping her, her on the pill? They can't have her birth control removed. Yeah, I think she might have a coil or something. Right. Um, it's horrific. Yeah. <laughs> 
forced to go to therapy, but in quite a public arena, I mm-hmm. believe, is one of the one of the issues. Yeah, she has to do, attend therapy, I think, twice or three times a week, and that is at a location which is not in any way secretive or hidden from paparazzi or um, members of the public. Yeah, it's who are essentially walking members of the paparazzi these days. Yeah, absolutely. Oh God, it's just awful. It's not very nice. It's really awful. No, it's really unpleasant. It's as unpleasant as we all thought it was. Yeah. It's just now we know. She's going to be 40 next year, I think. She don't look it. No, she looks incredible. Yeah. Imagine a 40-year-old woman being held captive by her father. It's like something out of a fairy tale. Yeah, except that if they were 40 in a fairy tale, they'd be the witch. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, free Britney. Keep it going. Keep the momentum going. Aye. We love you, Britney. I oh, know you do. It's just horrific. Hope she does get to have that baby with her lovely, lovely partner Sam, who seems to really love her. I don't know much about Sam. He's very good looking. They'll have a very beautiful baby. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Is that mainly why you hope that she has it? Yeah. <laughs> so you can see what it looks like when two people like that copulate. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because reproduce the cave-fed babies are um, a bit naughty, <laughs> as you might expect. Um, I think that this baby will be, I don't know. An angel. An angel on earth. An angel. Good. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And maybe this will be the dynasty that we've always needed. (gasps) Because Jamie Lynn could not hold hold a candle. Maybe Brittany and Sam's baby will be the greatest living entertainer. Oh my goodness. Of their generation. Jamie Lynn, not a singer. I mean, she she is a recording artist. Oh, this is the sister? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I keep forgetting, because, again, Jamie... Her parents called Jamie and Lynn, and Lynn, yeah. Yeah, you can see how I'm struggling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, Jamie Lynn is also a recording artist, though, right? But Yeah, and an actress. But not, she's not Britney, is she? She's not Britney. There's only one, bitch. <laughs> I love her. Right, uh... So, in terms of diva news, we've had a couple of anniversaries. Oh, really? Yeah. 30 years of Thelma and Louise. Never stop me dreaming. <laughs> Is that a football <laughs> reference? Have you, put, you brought this toxic shit into my podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Get it out. I've been reliably informed it's coming home. <sighs> Which, I mean, I say reliably informed, it was by a bald gentleman who had no trousers on and a traffic cone on his head, but... <laughs> He, that's what he told me. He, he was quite yeah. adamant about it. I bet he was. I don't know what he was talking about. <laughs> but whatever it is, I don't know where we're going to put it. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, it cannot return home because it never went from thence with this this particular quali- uh, game of, of... Well, it depends. This is not, not ready for this podcast. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I was under the impression that it was... Jules Ramey, which is the trophy that they award at the World Cup. Yeah. This is not the World Cup. This is the Euro Euros. Which we've never won. Uh, no, I don't think we've ever won that. So, so it can't come back. However, I think having gone back and reanalyzed the the masterwork that is uh, It's Coming Home. I think that's what it's called. No, Three Lines, Three lines. Brackets, It's Coming Home yeah. by Badil and Skinner. Um, two of the greatest singers of, of, our, of our... Voices of Angels. Voices of Angels themselves. Um, Only tipped by Fat Les. Uh, it's football that's coming home apparently football football itself not a football I'm sure they'll bring a lot of those home well is it is it happening in Wembley 
Some, it actually some of them is, is the final. So is. it's come home. Well, we're not in the final yet. But yes, you're right. Yes, but the when the final happens, football would have come here. It's happening in England, so it has already come home. It, depending on whether you think that this is in fact the home of football. It is so fucking tedious. <laughs> it is so fucking banal. And I know that it is, you know, it's a very lefty, arty thing to be like, oh, is the sports ball occurring currently? One does not know. I'm not, my objections, I, I think this team sound lovely. They seem incredibly inclusive. Marcus Rashford should be king. Like, <laughs> I, I absolutely, the, the boys, fantastic. It's just, I'm not even like, you know, you come to expect the kind of gammony fucking nonsense from racists. I think, What's irritating me the most is people coming up and saying it's coming home all the fucking time. <laughs> Quite threatening, isn't it? It's Especially... just really, it's really annoying. <laughs> you sound like idiots. <laughs> I don't know. I know I'm not. I'm shouting at the wrong people because I'm sure none of our listeners have gone up to somebody in a in a you know an open arena and, and muttered in their ear, "It's coming home." <laughs> which I'm reliably informed is something that's happening as a sort of chat-up line across the land. Yeah. Although after the... I was unfortunate enough to have to journey into the centre of the, the eye of the storm, Oof. Sauron's eye, um, on by which I mean Piccadilly Circus, Yeah. on the day that we got through the quarterfinals. Yeah. And, um, I mean, obviously there was Trafalgar Square Fountain was a sort of like sort of crawling spiral of meat, which is a pink meat. <laughs> Just in a, a donner. White. Yes, essentially the spinning like dog kebab that's in the, <laughs> in the kebab shop window. This was It was the like capital. that, but that was the capital. That sure. was Piccadilly Circus Fountain because they'd all crawled up it and were screaming it's coming home. Um, so that was unpleasant like enough. Like a totem pole. Like a totem pole of, of gammon. Gammon. Yeah. yeah, a hammy totem pole. But once I started to journey, make my uh, my odyssey from Piccadilly Circus mm. to King's Cross as to avoid the, the traffic of people, um, large nights just marauding girls, marauding groups of women. It was like Mad Max, <laughs> Beyond Thunderdome. Everything is Beyond Max. It was <laughs> That's like Beyond Thunderdome. Except, you know, all the, all the, the tribes and their sort of big... Um, dune buggies and stuff yeah. spinning through the desert it was like just women in England shirts wow. screaming it's coming home and this American like laughed laughed at that this American bloke that was walking behind me and these three girls came across and said it's coming home it's coming home and um, and he sort of laughed and was like oh they're saying it's coming home <laughs> and they went it's fucking coming home mate that's why oh god yeah it's terrifying look I don't want to be a party people I'm really pleased that England for once is it feels proud of itself for, you know, the right reasons for doing something good and, and well. That's great. And yeah. I li- and I like that Lawrence Fox and et al are not allowed to have, enjoy have, it. have taken themselves out of joy enjoying Self-imposed it. Self-imposed exile. That's really funny. Potentially watching us win the, uh, the major competition for the first time in yeah. a long time. I just have to request strongly that It's Coming Home is not used ad nauseam as it currently is. <laughs> well, we might find out. Tomorrow night. That it is that not. That it is not. In fact, <laughs> going home and we'll have to wait. And then they'll all tell, you know, be horrible to Marcus Rashford again and yeah. Raheem Sterling, which I do not want. Astonishing that you have to win uh, the one of the highest accolades possible in one of the highest arenas uh, in the land yeah. in order to just not be on the receiving end of torrents of racism. England. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Yes, to our American listeners, it's awful here, but I'm sure you've had a, you've had a really shit time actually for a while. So 
you can you can imagine. Um, lovely. Other anniversary. Well, the one the one that we were supposed to talk about, which was Thelma Louise, which oh, we yeah. got massively sidetracked on. Have you ever seen the film, Tom? Never. You've never seen Thelma Louise? Never. It is amazing. It's a great film. I've heard. Maybe that should be a diva film club. That's a great idea. Yeah. Because it's the 30th anniversary. Yeah, we'll watch Thelma and Louise for Diva and Film Club this month. Uh, Diva Film Club, for those of you not initiated, is for our Patreon listeners, um, who we have just uh, done Best in Show for. Uh, and we, uh, we've we watched Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. We have not yet recorded it. I cannot wait to record it because I'm obsessed with that film now. And yeah, we'll do, we'll do uh, Thelma and Louise next. There you go. Lovely. It's an announcement. If you'd like to get some extra bonus content from our Patreon, where you could listen to us chatting wise More about, nonsense. <laughs> more nonsense about Thelma and Louise, join the Patreon. Get involved. All kinds of rewards. All kinds of rewards. Oh, yeah. You can get early episodes for just £2.50 a month. Yeah, that's nice. And you can nice. get the bonus uh, Diva Film Club episodes for just £5 a month. Yeah. Not much, is not it? Not much. It's like two coffees a month. It's like less than a pint a month. Yeah. It'll make a huge diff. Um, lovely. My other anniversary, uh, Joni Mitchell's Blue turned 50. Oh, lovely. Turn uh, Blue, I thought you were going to say. Turn Blue. Uh, blue is probably my favourite album. Blue's my favourite colour. Blue is the warmest colour. Um, it is, is Joni Mitchell a diva? Is a conversation I have with myself in my head quite a lot. Every day? Yeah. Wow. Because you would not think that someone operating in the kind of folk, rock, jazz arena often you wouldn't you wouldn't put like she wouldn't appear on vh1 divas would she no i also don't know how many people are operating the folk rock jazz arena as it is no it's pretty much just her um she's probably one probably the greatest singer mm. i can think of she mm. so she's fitting all the hitting all those boxes mm. she is you know she, the vocal prowess is unmatched a lot of notes a lot of notes writes her own music records her own music the music itself is some of the best music ever made. In itself, is, do you think because she she's sort of always declined interviews and she's quite reticent to talk about herself? Yeah. Um, does that make her not divery or extremely divery? Because when she does open her mouth, everyone listens. Mm. But she tends to just be like, "Why don't you fuck off and listen to the album?" This is a diva dichotomy because she is now fairly reclusive because she's not particularly well. Mm. and she's been a bit reclusive for the last kind of 20 years or so. But she was never in love with the media, was she? she no. courted them particularly. So I feel like there is a... I think she's definitely a diva. Okay. Um, and as we all know, you are the person that makes the yeah, final decision I've, I've made that. that call. She's definitely a diva. She's not a diva in the kind of, you know, vocal histrionics a la Mariah world. They're all over the place, though. They are all over the shop. Sometimes hard to pick out a melody. Yeah. In the Aretha Franklin sense. Mm-hmm. And what? What? <laughs> well, like Aretha, like sort of famously invented like singing around the melody, didn't it? Like, okay. It's not a simple melody like pop songs. Right. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd say Joni definitely fits in that category. Yeah, and because, because it's quite she quite tunes... hard to hum a tune by Joni Mitchell. It's because she tunes her guitar differently, doesn't she? Because she, she had, had polio. Weak... Yeah. So One she's of her got hands was weak. Yeah. So her a lot of her tunings and therefore the melodies are more eclectic. Yes. But I would say I would say that doesn't apply to. Blue. Blue is just banger, banger, banger. It's banger after banger. It's a I bangathon. Mean, yeah. Some of the like, you know, hissing on summer lawns and stuff, that stuff is a bit more jazzy, isn't it? The stuff that Prince really liked. Of course. Uh, yeah. Obviously, obtuse wee fella. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, <laughs> uh, I love Jenny Mitchell. I know. And, and Prince. And Prince. 
That's all I've got to say. Sometimes it's just nice to just come on here and just be like, I love this people. I just people. want to talk about Johnny Mitchell <laughs> for a bit. I just want to talk about it for a bit. Also, like, is it Dave to have basically, like, broken the hearts of most of the uh, prolific songwriters? Every straight white man working in rock yeah, like, during, from 1969 to 1984. Yeah, five mile radius of Laurel Canyon got their heart broken <laughs> by Joni Mitchell and she did not give two hot shits. Nope. Like a lot of, I read a lot of kind of um, articles about Blue at 50 and a lot of them were from her ex-boyfriends who were all sort of like, yeah, my old man's written about me. Oh, I really miss her. <laughs> She's great. I wish I was married to her. I wish, I wish she'd just let me get married to her for all Graham Nash. Um, she's not married, is she? No. She's not settled down with anyone? I don't think so, no. Good for her. She did a video about, about Blue pretending 50, which she seemed very uncommitted to. <laughs> she's like, Again, oh. she always has that sort of vibe, yeah. like slightly uncommitted interviews. Yeah, she doesn't give a shit. Do I live you, for I think you are about to do an impression of it, was that... Is that something we should have been looking out for? By Jenny Mitchell, mm-hmm. Raw off the Proud. She's about to do a generic Canadian. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Blue's 50, eh? For sure. She doesn't speak like that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Madonna. Ah. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> Here we go. Someone who doesn't, who very much sticks to the melody. Yes. Or maybe just under it. Oh, no! girl! True. Uh, Madonna at Pride in New York. Madonna. She's done it again. She's done it again. It was Pride, wasn't it, last time when she turned up at Stonewall, like two days after we were there? No, but that was, was at that Christmas. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Famously our honeymoon. Yeah. Uh, Madonna, she has appeared on the cover of Italian Vogue, looking absolutely stunning. And she did an appearance in a New York bar where she danced on the bar, very Coyote Ugly-esque, wearing a stunning blue hairpiece, looking incredible. Her body looks absolutely amazing. Uh, she opened with Hung Up. It was sensational. What, so, hang on. So what, what was she... She's doing a Pride event. So it was a gig? Um, when she you make did it sound two songs. Like she's jumped on a bar. Like it makes it sound quite impromptu. No, in I'm which case, sure. Where they do the karaoke track? No, I was planned to within an inch of its life, obviously. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was. She just did two songs in this bar. I'd like to know what is Portugal's, because Portugal's been quite prominent in the whole travel restrictions bit. Yes. How she got over there? Work, business. I have to get to this bar. I have to dance a pont for two songs. Yeah. <laughs> the people need me. Okay. What is your business in this country, madam? <laughs> I will be performing on the bar and obviously the internet is like lashed out with like you are 60 mom etc like fuck off I'm, I'm so things i'm tired of even more than the constant refrain of it's coming home is people telling madonna to put her clothes on i think they've been saying that since the since early 1985 <laughs> yeah and they're not she's not going to start now no so shut up I think and let people her do have it. expected that she might at some point, which is what probably why they they're still so they want her in a fucking twin set? <laughs> they want to turn up like Miss Marple? Like Vera Lynn. And do a little step dig? She's not going to. She's not going to do it. She doesn't, she's not interested in doing the Heritage Act tour. It's Madonna. Will she ever be? What do you think she'll do before she does that? Just retire? Just not do things anymore? Like when she gets to the point where she literally can't like do it. Yeah. Which... That's not shade on Madonna. Like, yeah. There comes a point. Age, which, the aging yeah. process. Like when she's like 85, like I'm pretty sure she's going to struggle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, like she'll get there. 
but like she'll have to slow down at some point. Yes. Do you think she'll just give up? Or I do you think I don't know. I think she might have like a renaissance, like a musical renaissance. Yeah. Like Tom Jones did, like when he brought out that like banging like folk album. I think she's got some, some more great music in her for sure. I think it wasn't Mad Max. No, no, it was not that album. No. She's got at least one great album left in her, I Definitely. think. Definitely. Maybe a late period great. Like yeah. it'll go up there with like a prayer and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um so yeah, stop telling Madonna to put her clothes on. It only makes her want to do it more. That's true. She is famously a contrarian. Yes. She if you the more you tell her not to do it. In fact, if you wanted to get her to put her clothes on, just tell her to take tell more her clothes off. Tell her it looks off. great and you want to do it more. Take take her clothes off more and take more clothes off. That's our hot tip for you, okay? That's a hot tip. If you want Madonna clothed, tell her not to be. Yeah. And then you you can Think about what you've done. Oh, she'd be livid as well. She'd be Oof. so... Oh, she'd be like, oh, how am I going to navigate this one? <laughs> she'd, she'd come out like a nun. Yeah. She'd a full wimple. Which she's done before. Um, so, my final bit of diva news is conflicting. <laughs> More conflicting than Madonna putting her clothes on or not? No. So, Prince Charles released a... Um, an interview where oh he talked God, about... God, I thought you were going to say album then. Oh my God. Well, no, he basically released an interview where he talked about his favourite... It wasn't Desert on Disc, but it was sort of like, these are my favourite songs. Oh dear. Quite a lot of the Deves made appearances on this list. What? Yeah. Turns out Prince Charles has quite divatastic taste. What? What are we talking? Who's on the list? We're talking Babs. What? We're talking Miss Ross. We're talking Edith Piaf. Okay. The, th- the three degrees. Okay, I can see that. It's from yeah. like, okay, so it's a previous generation of it's divas. 70s, like, yeah. Yeah. He likes 70s disco, basically. And that, I guess he was, how old was he in the 70s? He was like uh, 40, 30. 30? How old was he when he married Diana? He was in his 30s, wasn't he? Like Which the, was in the 80s. So yeah. he would have been in his 20s or yeah. 70s. So it's like. So actually that checks out. Yeah. If he was going out, which I don't think he was. Very I, he didn't like. Because the princes went out, didn't they? Like, they used to go to that one in Chelsea. I don't mean, like, did yeah. he go? Did he? Did I don't he... know much about that period. I mean, the the narrative is that he was just sort of wet. Didn't they have, they had parties at the palace, didn't they? Like, they'd have had a birthday for him at the palace. Yeah, but that gives a sort of impression of a slight sort of, like, product of incest Austrian prince. Kind yeah. Of like, sat, like, clapping at his birthday party, <laughs> like... 39 year old man like being treated like a nine year old was it not like that it probably was but he wouldn't have had really wouldn't in my head he wouldn't have had control over the jukebox no like the tunes would have been spun by someone else yeah Uh, yeah yeah yeah. so if he was like oh pop on some Diana Ross for me pop on some Diana Ross for me I can't do it I mean Diana obviously she'd have been she'd have loved Miss Ross She's big 80s though, wasn't she? She's yeah. into the 80s bangers. She liked a club tune. Yes, it was Diana's the anniversary. It would have been her 60th birthday of the day and the princes unveiled a really bad statue. And it looks nothing like her. It's, um, it, it's, it's mannish, isn't it? It's, they've not got the set of her jaw right. No. Um, People are very upset about it. Are they? Oh, yeah. People say it's, it's not beautiful enough. Yeah. There's a lot. There was a lot of. It's not captured her natural beauty or the light or what made her special. It's there's something slightly communist about it. It does look a bit communist. Yeah. Yeah, it does a bit. We spent an evening on holiday discussing who would be on the 
Diana's birthday bill, didn't we? Who should, yes. If there'd be a concert for Diana's birthday, who would Diana have wanted there? Elton, obviously. Elton. Uh, Banana Rama. Yes. I come down strong on her wanting Banana Rama there. We decided Gaga, but she wouldn't understand wouldn't it. Wouldn't get it. Uh, Wayne Sleep. There'd be a musical theatre medley. Ball will be there. <laughs> Sheridan. Reformed Queen with Adam Lambert. Reformed Queen with Adam Lambert to close it all out. Yeah. She'd have loved it. Basically the Jubilee concert. <laughs> pretty, most of those people were on that bill. I don't think Bananarama got an invite, did they? I, I, this is the hill I will die on, is that Diana would have loved Bananarama. <laughs> um, and I think she'd have been into Shakespeare's sister as well. There, I said it. I think uh, she'd have thought they were all right. Lovely. Thank you. Um, yes, that concludes the time in Diva. The month in Diva. The month in Diva. <laughs> month in Diva. So who's your Diva of the month? Madonna. Obviously. Obviously. Who's always... yours? Diana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, Princess Diana, why not? Yeah, go for it. I don't think she's a diva, but I think her statue that. makes her look like a diva. Does it? No. <laughs> a dictator? <laughs> oh, sorry. I always get those two confused. <laughs> I thought, are we not doing big dictator energy? Big dictator energy. Well, we'd have plenty of subject matter given our current administration. Oh, lovely. Oh. Brought it back to politics. Always on your sleeve. Always on your mind, always on your sleeve. They are always on the bin. I hate the Tories. <laughs> have a lovely week. <laughs> uh, yes. Please do get in touch there, everyone. We'd yes, love to hear from you, you, as always. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at Diva Energy. You can get in touch with us on Instagram at Big Diva Energy. You can get in touch with us on Facebook at Big Diva Energy Pod. You can email us at BigDivaEnergyPod at gmail.com. Lovely. We are also, um, we, we have recently launched merch for Blood, our sister pod. Yes, if, we have. Um, which you can find the link to on all the Out of Blood socials. We've got amazing t-shirts that say things like Carrie White Eats t-shirt. Uh, we would go bowling if you really cared. Do you know what Shelley calls her? You know, all your favourite hits. All the classics. And you can get them on totes, on face masks, which you should continue to wear. And yeah, do step over there. We are toying with the idea of launching a Big Diva Energy merch store. With the same delightful people. So if you have any suggestions for what you would like to, to wear proudly on your body, do let us know. Please let us know. Please let us know. What do you want to see on your merch? What's on your big diva energy merch? Whoa, what's it going to be? So do let us know. Um, That'd be lovely to hear from you. Keep safe. Keep your fucking mask on. And we'll see you soon. Fuck the Tories. Fuck the Tories. Ta-ra. Bye. Bye.